Yo, it's episode 55 of the show you're listening to. Uh, March 1st, um, Doe Eyes, Giacomo, and Craig Garwood are playing at PJ's Lager House in Detroit, according to Pat Ray, um, as much as you can trust him. Um, and as far as other show announcements, I'm playing an Audio Tree Presents show this Friday, February 28th, my uh, fan for Sewer, playing with Motherfolk and Beta Camp and the Running Youngs at Loving Touch. So be there. We're we, we're on at eight thirty. So get there early. Um, this episode was fit the bill, um, kind of from my neck of the woods, and they did a couple songs. Nice little pop punk outfit, two piece right now, I believe. Um, but we go into that within the episode, the different iterations of their band, like kind of their influences. This is a, you know straightforward, run of the mill, talk about music type of episode. Fuck around a wee bit, you know. If you've listened to 54 episodes of this podcast, you, you know, and if you haven't, this is your first one. Welcome. Hey, thanks. Share the podcast if you like it. Uh, check out Invite the Neighbors, patreon.com slash Invite the Neighbors if you want to help support the podcast. Um, and thank you for listening. Enjoy. And I'm here with, with Fit the Bill from Shelby Township. And take it away, fellas. Thanks. Um, yeah. There you go. Thanks. We're doing those things you first, huh? Yeah. All right. <laughs> One, two, three, four. Forget about all the things we said when we were friends. You said I love you, but you couldn't say it in the end. I drive around at night. You are. Maybe this time I'll take things too damn far. And I'm still not over you. Hate the things you do. Never had a clue about the things you do. I fell and become when I call you ten times more. When I care so much, I become the monster. Hope the door hits your sorry ass on the way out Well, you're a nine, cause I'm the one you're missing now
Uh, rip right into the second one. Or? Rip right sure. into it. Yeah, what was that, one that was those things you do. It's gonna be uh with an exclamation point at the end. Yeah. It's loosely based off of the movie uh that thing you do. Loosely based as in like the title is switched around. No. <laughs> Alright. Slugs. Nice. It usually starts with drums, so uh <laughs> Alright, I'll just count it in or something. One, two, three, four.
Okay. What's up, dude? We're just in time, we're about to talk about Simple Plan. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I remember in sixth grade, I got uh, their fucking no pads, no helmets, just balls. Nice. And I, my sixth grade girlfriend had broken up with me. Sad. And I remember listening to, like, basically all the songs that are sad on that. That record. whole album, honestly. Yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> just, like, just wallowing, going through, blo- like, a box of Kleenex, just, like, feeling sorry for myself. And it was I like, do anything. Yeah. It wasn't that she <laughs> broke up with me. It was that she went to the lock-in at the bowling alley, and I found out she danced with some other guy. Ah, that's Ooh, heavy in sixth man. grade. Yeah, it was pretty devastating. Mm-hmm. Pretty devastating. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, what, like, what kind of stuff did you guys... Well, you said... Good Charlotte. Yeah, Good Charlotte was actually the first band that I ever really started listening to, honestly. My mom, I wasn't allowed to listen to like rock and roll. You know? Oh, really? Yeah. I was like, I grew up in a really religious family and I was actually homeschooled for like a majority of my like school years. Oh, okay. But uh, I was only allowed to listen to like country until then. I kind of had to like beg my mom to <laughs> let me listen so to much like better. Dude, yeah. I know. <laughs> I was like, mom, they're talking about drinking all the time. Can I listen to this one Good Charlotte song? And then it just kind of escalated from there and here I am. <laughs> yeah. Some kids have to like, Sneak pornos and shit when they're a kid. You had to sneak rock and roll. That and Pokemon, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pokemon too? Yeah, Pokemon is a no-go. Wow. <laughs> I can't. That's interesting. So, like, I have so many questions. <laughs> like, was, so, when, when you started, like, so ba- eventually they just caved? Or, like, how old were you when they decided that, you know... You that could, I could listen to, like, rock and roll? Yeah. About a I year basically, ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I was, like, 13, I think. I kind of just started doing it, but I was like, mom, listen, like this one song doesn't have any swear words in it. Like it's not bad. And that's where it started. Basically, I was able, I was allowed to listen to one song. Come on, mom. Yeah. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't buy American Idiot because it was parental advisory. Nice. Dude, yeah. I bought American Idiot for my cousin who had a burned copy of it and he sold nice. it to me for five bucks. <laughs> yeah. Entrepreneur. Yeah. <laughs> if that's what you want to call him. <laughs> yeah. All right. Kazaa master. <laughs> Yeah, I remember that shit back in the day. I remember American Idiot was like, that was like a, an amazing album to me in, yeah. in eighth grade. <laughs> I mean, it's still like good if you look back on all the shit Green Day did, but. True. Or has done. Start, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're still doing it. It's like they started going downhill, I feel like, after that. I feel like that's yeah. what a lot of people feel like, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's just the truth. It's kind of, it's kind of <laughs> objective. I mean, it kind of started blending together a little bit more after that, too, I think, like the sound wise. Yeah, and like the political statements, I feel like became just more and more vague. Yeah, that's true too. Mm-hmm. Definitely kind of pandering. That album was really big on that too. Yeah, the whole rock opera thing was sweet, but then it just after that it was just like pandering political songs just for the sake of being political. I, th- mm-hmm. I felt like you know, just like Ugh. it's like, dude, you're like 45. <laughs> yeah. you're wearing I mean, that's cool and all. Like, I hope one day, like, I can be eccentric when I'm like 50. You know. Right, yeah. I, I mean, have I'm a job do that supports it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just wasn't really into the new album, honestly. You're like, I can't wait to move out of my mom's house. I can do whatever I want. <laughs> <laughs> hope, hope she's not listening to this. <laughs> so, uh, you guys, how long have you guys been playing together? Like two years? Probably about. Yeah. As, as, like, like as the band, but like when we first started hanging out like years ago, we kind of just started doing music like the first day. Oh, okay. Because that was like how we bonded. So, yeah, that's that's. We start, really We actually started recording the first day. We recorded like a cover by the main. We did "Right Girl" by the main. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> nice. <laughs> so that was cool. What do you guys? Um, you said you still use like you record at home. Yeah, stuff too. Like, what do you guys use to record? 
Uh, we're just recording through Pro Tools right now, and like we have a, a few microphones that we use. Like we have a drum mic set up and everything too. Nice. So we kind of just been doing everything in our living room. Either of you guys play drums? Uh, yeah, does. I do. Nice. That that because you mentioned you're a two piece for now. Yeah. Yeah. So like when you play live, do you play drums or you just like play like shows like like you just did? Um. So when we're a two piece, we do like acoustic. Okay. But yeah. um, when we were three piece. The other member, like, we would switch a little bit, so I'd play drums for a little bit, too. Oh, okay. During the set. It was a whole thing. Yeah, that was a lot different. <laughs> yeah. But, like, we basically played three different sets in the middle of, uh, like, of one set. That's 25 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so. Hey, dude, like, whatever works. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I, I know, like, that it's hard to find members that are consistent. Or, yeah, that'll stick with it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I... I've been playing as a two piece for a while. Like we've always been a two piece, but now we have four people technically, but we still haven't played as a four piece. Cause it's just scheduling practices. Yeah, It's hard, hard to get everybody yeah. together when you have people have more than two. Shit. <laughs> yeah. It's just kind of a hassle. It's, it, it, it adds to the grind. Like a lot of people, I, I don't know if it's fully understood what a grind it is. Yeah. I don't think people to, like, do <laughs> to play music, not to like martyr, Right. Rises, you know what I mean it's not it's not like that but it's just like, like there's a lot more and mentally for sure yeah yeah it's just like so much work can go into something that'll culminate in like maybe 10 people being there right <laughs> you know and it's just like you have to do that how many times before you start seeing like any results if you're unless you're like super lucky you right know? yeah like, even if you're super good I feel like there's so much luck that goes into like sometimes just skipping timing. the grind yeah mm-hmm. absolutely timing and stuff too yeah yeah and you know there's like something to be said you can be smart about that too like if you start to understand certain things like understand the timing like if you know that like there's a band that they're like the quote-unquote like the hot band of the moment if they're releasing a record probably not gonna want to release anything of your own around that time because it's probably just gonna get lost yeah lose a yeah, spotlight a little bit or something like that yeah. for sure so and then there's like people that I hate this kind of shit, but people study like the Instagram algorithms and how they work and things like that. Like things that like feel necessary in the modern day for like promotion and like trying to build your business. You can tell my voice. I just don't like this shit. It's <laughs> like, I, you know, it'd be so nice if all you had to do was just play music. Yeah, right. that would be very cool. But it's like a whole thing with social media. Now you got to do so much on there. Yeah, dude. If I didn't have a band, I wouldn't be on social yeah, media. Yeah, same here. I, I don't need it. <laughs> yeah, I might have one where I just like follow comedians. Nice, because I, I love comedy. But outside, like for my own shit, I you know, I I don't really have very many pictures of me that aren't me playing guitar. <laughs> yeah, <you know>? exactly. <laughs> yeah, right. What do we need the other ones for? You know. <laughs> yeah, like I'm even like when I go on vacations, like I, I don't, I'm not like a selfie person. Right. Same. I'll, I'll take a bunch of photos of things, but like. I don't want to ruin it by putting myself in it. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? I, I feel, feel like, you on that, man. I feel like there's like these beautiful landscapes and then you put yourself in it. I mean, I'm not saying no one should take photos of themselves. Right. But you know, it just I mean. depends on the situation too, you know? Yeah. A lot of people just like there's Instagram is just pictures of themselves and it's like, yeah, dude, what is this for? <laughs> that's, that's actually like a telltale sign and like of like, you know, subtle narcissism, but like <laughs> <laughs> sometimes not so subtle, but, uh, not to say that, you know, I have definitely have narcissistic tendencies, like being quote unquote artist, you know, you have that right. ego sort of thing. But if you go on Instagram and you look and it's like, not only is all are all the pictures 
of that person, but a lot of them are like the same photo, like oh, the same, always like, pose, the same. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. 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 Those are hilarious. <laughs> you're just scrolling down, you're seeing the same thing. Yeah, just different <laughs> like outfits. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes not even. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's like a picture, two pictures of the same day. And then, you, and then you go back and then you notice they're starting to repost photos that they've already posted. Like, yeah, I've noticed that recently too. That's been happening a lot more. Like this one's got a few more likes in it, I feel like. You know? <laughs> Kick the tires on this one. We can get some more people paying attention. <laughs> they must have missed this one. Right. <laughs> so uh have you guys have you guys done any touring at all? Like played out of state at all? We played once out of state. Yeah, we played in Indiana, like in South South Bend. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Is that like a skate, like oh skate shop kind yeah. of like skate park, like yeah, cool. one? Oh, okay. I thought you were gonna say escape room. Like you <laughs> escape room. I've been thinking that would be so cool too. Like, we're just in one of the rooms. It's like a house show, but you can't get out. Yeah. <laughs> you have to watch all the bands. Sometimes that's what it feels like when you play first. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, oh shit, I can't get out of here. So if I do, I have I'm an so asshole. much time before it's all over now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean I'm so bad about that. Like, I'm. I try to stick around a lot of times, but then there's a lot of times where I'm just like, "Dude, I gotta get out of here." Yeah. Like, you know, especially if it's like bands that a lot. Some you'll tend to play with the same bands a lot sometimes. Like once you start to make friends, it's like, "Yo, dude, I've seen your set." You know, right? Well, especially if you got like a long drive home or something. Like, yeah, we drove home from Indiana like the same night, and it was like four, like four and a half hours. Yeah, that we got there. We got back late too. Yeah, because we stayed for the whole thing and yeah. like after too. <laughs> right, it's yep. crazy. I will say like I tried. If anybody ever comes up to me at a show and's like, "Hey, you know, sorry, but you know, we need to get out of here." Like, sorry, I'm gonna miss your set. I'm like, dude, you're good. Don't worry. Like, <laughs> you've seen us. No worries. Yeah, <laughs> even if you haven't, I'm like, I get it, dude. It's the grind. Go get your rest. Whatever. Yeah, you know. But uh, so you, how? What was like the? What was the turnout like in South Bender? It wasn't too bad. It was kind of cool because it was like, I think it was like a charity thing for the skate park itself too. So all of like the people buying tickets and stuff or whatever mm-hmm. to get in, like intermission or whatever, was getting in and all of that money was going towards keeping the skate park kind of going, I guess. Okay. So that was cool. So that, that got it. Cool. There was a good amount of people there towards like the end of the night and stuff. Yeah. I always wonder like what, because I haven't played out of state at all. I haven't really played outside of like Ann Arbor, Ipsy. Really. Nice. I played in Lansing one time. Nice. But, we played at uh, Max Bar. I think, yeah, that's twice. where we played. Max Bar was cool. Yeah, it was fun. Like yeah. it was. I don't know if this is like maybe the same for you guys, but Max Bar, you know, it, it has a little bit of its own like kind of built-in yeah thing where people are just there anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like it's we, Max Bar, you know. Yeah, know yeah, it <laughs> yeah. It, it it was cool. Like half the bar was paying attention, half the bar wasn't, but it still felt cool. You yeah, know? like they're <laughs> still there listening. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and like you know the. I find that, like, regardless of how many people are actually paying attention at a show, like, if people come up to me afterwards and say they enjoyed it, I'm like, all right, that, that's um, all that matters. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Because, like, even if, even if you're playing, like, 40, 50 people, you can only realistically expect, like, maybe five of them to take something away. Like, oh, I really want to, like, go look up that band. Right. Yeah. True. You know? So, like, even if you're playing for five people, you can just, I try to at least, like, put on the best show possible, even, you know? Right, yeah, absolutely. You gotta look cool, you know. Yeah, <laughs> feels like, cool to look cool. <laughs> I, there's this, there's this like statistic or this book or something I can't remember, but basically saying that in order to make it quote unquote or have a sustainable sort of model as a band, you only need like I think like a thousand like solid fans. That I can't remember what the numbers are, hundred like a thousand, but like 
not as many as you would think. Right. Like a thousand fans say that's the number, but fans that like buy your merch will come to your shows, like consistently buy your releases. And if you have like X number of people that always do that, you'll be able to sustain yourself because like there's always going to be people that come in and out. But if you have that many people that are consistent, then on average you'll have like enough of a following overall to sustain yourself. Yeah, I can see that making sense because like we've played with like a couple like smaller touring bands at like smaller venues like the Sanctuary and stuff. Yeah. And like we expected there to be at least a good amount of people there, but then there was like mostly just the other bands. Yeah. So it was like I it didn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. Like this band's on a record label and stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm interested to see like uh there's like anti ghost for as an example. Mm-hmm. You mentioned anti ghost like I've we're trying to get them to come back on. Like we're just trying to work out the schedules and stuff. Yeah. They have but, a lot going on though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I really want to ask them about when they're on tour, like when they're at their furthest point away from home, like what are those shows like? Because you know, when they're playing at home, the shows are really, you know, big and people are really excited to be there and like right, really yeah. feeling it. I'm just curious to see like what, it's like playing in other markets. I've seen like yeah. little clips from their like Instagram stories and some of them look pretty wild. Like they played in that crazy garage once that looked yeah. pretty crazy. And then an apartment or something one time that was insane. I was <laughs> like, this place really looks so band. small. <laughs> no, it was crazy. I was like, <laughs> yeah. oh, this is loud. <laughs> no, that was cool though. I'm sure they've had some crazy stories cause they've gone on like a couple tours out of state now. Oh yeah. Like a couple small things. Yeah. They, they're constantly doing something. Yeah. Constantly touring. But, um, you guys have any goals as far as like places in mind that you really like to go and play i think more so just be cool to like just get yeah. out and do a yeah. little like a little run just yeah, like, not anywhere specific. not totally like far but we can do like the state surrounding us or something yeah but that's more so when we get more stuff like recorded which we're kind of doing right now so are you like trying to wait until you have more members to finish recordings or you just want to do it all yourself and then just kind of use that as like a tool to bring people in kind of thing um kind of right now yeah so like we're doing demos right now so like when we go into the studio we have like it all laid out and everything and hopefully like we can show if we want a drummer we can give them some to go off of some of the two they're not just like learning yeah that makes sense so they're prepared do you like do you have a studio in mind that you want to go to we're looking at a couple different ones kind of throughout michigan um Mostly it's going to be based off of like equipment and stuff too. Yeah. We're going to be basing our whole plans off of like, because we already have a lot of stuff that we can use and we're just going to bring with us. Right. So right. it's really going to depend on what else we're going to get from it as well too. So I know, uh, Tyler Floyd is working at a, a new studio in Wyandotte. Okay. Nice. That it's, he's really good. He's okay. really good. Reasonable. I try to t- tell people to go there cause I, I'm recording basically half of the record there as it, turns out just nice. you know save a little bit of money mm. but you know i wouldn't be doing it just to save money like he, he knows what he's doing um kind of think and then austin uh from shortly works there too he's a producer there oh, okay oh, really? nice yeah yep so it's tyler austin and then one other person i can't remember who that they all work in. but it's, it's great dude it's a, it's yeah. a really it's really solid rooms too like it, it it's it's like a decked out like pro studio they have like a Rhodes fender Rhodes keyboard in there they have like this old school like vintage marshall half stack that sounds amazing nice it's just really really good stuff but um so like what kind of stuff uh musically do you think like kind of informs your 
playing? Like, what are some of the influences currently? <laughs> uh, for me, it's definitely Blink Way Two and the Front Bottoms. Probably you can hear that a lot in like my guitar playing and stuff. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I don't know. I'm probably influenced by the '90s a lot. Miles likes the main and Third Eye Blind. Yeah, <laughs> dude, Third Eye Blind. A lot that the it's the self titled right that has like like uh, yeah yeah that's the all the songs that everybody knows. <laughs> yeah, dude, they went on their uh, twenty year reunion tour for that a couple summers ago, and I went to that, and they just played yeah. that whole album from front to back. Oh, front really? to back. It was awesome. <laughs> I don't remember if I was. I don't know if I was at that one or not. That was over in DTE when yeah. um, Silver Sun pickups like opened okay, up. yeah, I was at that. Yeah, yeah that was, was cool. That. That band. What a I, show, <laughs> dude! They're they're great, except the singer always at least once a show, often multiple times, will just go on these super cheesy interludes of just like talking. Like <laughs> yeah. I, I remember there was one time he was like literally talking about just being in the ocean on his surfboard. Dude, he seemed fucked up when we yeah. saw him in Grand Rapids. <laughs> yeah, really? He's like, what's this guy doing? <laughs> it's crazy because as soon as anytime that anybody, like they said a line about Coke or whatever, the whole crowd is going wild. Yeah. I was like, okay, <laughs> I know who's here. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but yeah, I remember there was another time he was like, you guys are all a member of Third Eye Blind. I was like, okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> Where's our money? Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. That's you know, it's ironic too because that singer, like I guess he was a real dick about the royalties originally like i don't think it's the same lineup as they used oh, to be because no, he was not. like yeah because he was real uh real scrooge about like not wanting to share like the songwriting credits and things like that and like i guess that was like a played a big role in a lot of some of the members leaving oh so, i can see that so for him to be like you guys are all a member of third eye blind it's like yeah we get paid as much as the rest of your band <laughs> true <laughs> yeah he is right then i guess yeah, that, that, once I once I learned that, it kind of tainted it for me. I still yeah, I've love heard some that other things record. about him too. He's from him just not being the greatest. Not, but it's not a shocker. Yeah, <laughs> not to not to just bash the rap line all podcast. What are some other bands you hate? No. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's really get into this. Now. My Chemical Romance. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, oh no, 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 one's gonna hate us oh. now. <laughs> they're like, no, uh, I don't hate them. Nah. It's kind of crazy to think that they're coming back and playing little caesar's arena it's They're insane some fucking arena tour like how they the how 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 it's like the black parade became a meme almost and then like they just they became so i mean they were huge you know at the time don't get me wrong like videos on mtv all the time things right, like yeah. that but they weren't arena tour no huge. right like when blink 22 broke up for the first time and then they got back together and went on tour with mcr like yeah they just did dte they didn't do like a little caesar's arena or anything crazy like that so yeah I don't know. It's because like every day someone was talking about how My Chemical Romance might get back together or whatever. Alternative press. Every day. <laughs> yeah. The, the the MCR publicist is just like feeding them. Dude, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I was like, they all have to work here or something. Like they run alternative press. That and Hot Topic. It all it all had to, <laughs> Honestly, it all had to be planned, you know? Because just how does it all work out perfect where like they set it up where like they came back or whatever like that? They knew. Well, I mean. I mean, it worked for them, so. Yeah. There's definitely instances, though, where it, it happens organically, like American football would be an example. Like, they released LP1 and just didn't didn't really get a lot of anything out of it. And then over, like, the course of a decade, just people online sharing it over and over and over, it, like, became this cult thing. And then now they come back and they're playing Riot Fest and, you know, like, yeah. ever since yeah. they... Yeah, that's came, true. Well, they came back in, like, 2014, I think, with LP2. But, like, ever since then, it, they've just been... Imagine, like... 
having that happen like they were pretty sure they were like professors or they're in school or something i can't remember but <laughs> they release it and then they're just like teaching or they're just working for like 10 years not being a famous band and then you can just oh overnight that shit you did 10 years ago now you can go be a band yeah, yeah well like, that would be crazy <laughs> yeah it's like oh sweet <laughs> that's why you just put shit out yeah you know as you much never as know you what can. will happen that's true now or 10 years from now no yeah <laughs> right true. right true hopefully more so now than 10 years from now but yeah you know. yeah <laughs> yeah beggars can't be choosers i guess yeah yeah it's just weird to think about like like the, the luck factor you know, like so much, you can only worry about what you can control, I guess. And then so much of, I mean, you can control a lot more than a lot of people think, you know what I mean? That going back to like how you market, understanding the algorithms and things like that. It's, it's not as left a chance as it might seem, but like, there's still that, the factor of like, are you going to become the popular band? You know, because you right. can, you can pinpoint the bands that like, not to name names, but you can pinpoint the ones that are like the it bands of the of a specific moment in a certain scene you know and it's those bands work hard and they're good but then again there's like other bands that are like in the same class if you will that have just as much merit and they just don't get it for whatever reason yeah mm-hmm. you know that's true and it's just like you can't really control what that it factor is but if you have it you have it and the, and the people just decide yeah honestly you know <laughs> Like then, dog like blew up like all of a sudden too like they're doing really good yeah yeah and and, and that's an example of a band that like has yeah that it, it it seems like they blew up quickly but they've been grinding for fucking three four years yeah like you all of a sudden I mean? they're like boom <laughs> yeah so that's a, that's like a good example of just you know busting your ass yeah true and then eventually <laughs> when you said uh, think of like a moment or something with a band the first moment that I thought of was when Bloodfest was happening and somebody pulled the fire alarm or whatever. Oh, and then it was in the middle of dogleg set. Yeah, yeah. There's oh, a video this, of that this dude, past year, and then they zoom in on the lead singer, and he's just like all pissed. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> the alarm's just going off crazy, and the lights are on, and dude, that like would that would kill miserable. the vibe. Though, imagine you're just like rocking your set, and then the fire alarm goes off. Oh, yeah, actually, I'm pretty sure we talked about that. Nice, yeah, because they were they were uh, they were here like right after that blood fest. Nice, but that's I, cool. But I didn't see them play because the entire blood fest, I was just walking around trying to talk to bands and trying to get them to come on the podcast so I, I didn't watch a single band Bloodfest was <laughs> such a cool place for like networking and stuff without being on social media because yeah. you just go and talk to people yeah. yeah i gave away so much free stuff at Bloodfest just all the time oh yeah like i was i was just like putting up flyers in the bathrooms and shit like just yeah like listen to this podcast i know at least one person heard about it from that at least one and yeah. that's enough honestly yeah, yeah. yeah. like at least like, you right. got somebody <laughs> yeah i mean it was still a good day too yeah yeah Bloodfest was so much fun. <laughs> it was. Like, what are some uh, cool places that you've played? Um, we played the Crowfoot. That was oh, really cool. Nice. That's uh, probably like the coolest ballroom. one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you cool. played the ballroom? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. dope. It would have been it. It would have been a lot cooler, but we. It was rescheduled for a whole month later mm. because of a terrible snowstorm that happened, and there wasn't another date available. Oh. I guess so. The promoter was only able to do that, and then we had, which was actually a year ago yesterday that we played. Uh, the ballroom so okay was, there was a little bit less people than was supposed to be there but then like who, some bands had to drop and then others had to join back on so what was the who was the headliner <sighs> it wasn't it was like it, really a, it was, was more of like a festival thing yeah oh okay so, yeah it was like michigan music festival so there's a bunch of bands have okay. like what like a half hour set yeah yep. yeah 
That's yeah. I think I might be doing something like that. I can't really say. I'll, t- I'll tell okay. you off, Michael. I always feel so dumb. Like, oh, I can't tell you on there. You know, secrets for like the fifteen <laughs> people who hear this. But True. like, you know, I know there's something like that. Hopefully, in the works that we might get to play. Nice, very I, cool. I, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. It's like the biggest place I've played is Blind Pig. You know, I've never even been in there. <laughs> not not the Blind Pig. I love no, playing there. Right. It's, yeah. You know, I was in there for about five minutes once and that's about it nice he snuck in <laughs> at a halloween party oh really oh, yeah, he was yeah, like yeah. dude they're not checking ids or charging anybody and we went to came we came back and they're absolutely checking ids and <laughs> i'm like guys you can come in for sure <laughs> we're like what the fuck well how'd i'm like how here? did i get in here maybe they went in through the eight ball or something which is like the sidebar that's like underneath oh. the blind pig you walk in through the alley and then the d- door going downstairs is is eight ball and then it's it's all connected, so you walk upstairs. Whoa! Okay, so that's it was crazy. Rooms, I right literally there? walked right Whoa. through the front. Yeah. There's two people sitting like right at like, you know, where they like, yeah. check IDs. And I just walked right by them. Really? Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> if you just look like you have a purpose. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm here. I'm meant to. Be. I'm supposed to be here. <laughs> Dude, that reminds me. Okay, so this is like probably the coolest thing I've ever done. So, uh, and it speaks to the whole like just act like you belong sort of thing. Nice. <laughs> so like I was at DTE. I saw brand new in it was like brand new in Modest Mouse that tour. Oh, I, I almost went to that too. Yeah, I had pit tickets for it. Nice. And it was sweet. So I got the wristband, you know, and I realized that like 4 days later I was going to see uh Dead and Company at DTE and I, I had lawn tickets, but I was like I'm just going to see if they use the same wristband. So I kept the wristband on. Oh. Those and it worked. Nice. And, and the pit tickets for Dead Company were going for like six hundred dollars. Oh my god! And I was down there for like forty bucks. You know, that's Dude, awesome. Because <laughs> like sick. they probably figure like who's gonna come here like three days later and go to yeah. another show and yeah, stuff right? too. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you know, I thought that maybe we at least have a different color, but no, it's the exact same wristband. I'm awesome. Like, right, fuck yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's that's so good cool. to know. No. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Like learning you, the ins and outs. That's what you do. You go, you get pit tickets for like the first concert at DTE, and then you just wear it all summer. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Just have that whole wristband for the summer. It's like the episode of Sunny where Mac has his wristband laminated for the water party. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I've never paid for the last six years. <laughs> My goal is to have enough people in the band to where like I can designate our roles like it's always Sunny. Like, nice. The brains, the muscle, the look, yes. the wild card. That'd be good. <laughs> I'm the looks and the muscle. Oh, I can't. I can't remember what it was. Frank's the muscle. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Frank's the muscle. <laughs> we haven't been using our group to its fullest potential. <laughs> that's one of the, my the favorite shows of all time, dude. Yeah, same. Awesome. <laughs> and I've gotten like people tell me I look like Dennis sometimes, and it's probably the shirt and the like a little bit of hairdo going on. I can yeah, see it, I <laughs> yeah. I, I like Dennis. The lot, button though. downs. Yeah. <laughs> I just watched the the top billboard contest one the other day. <laughs> Anything can happen on a runway. <laughs> oh, so he like rips his button pants off. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh I, man. But the, it's like it could go either way when you're showing that show to somebody for the first time. Absolutely, you gotta pick and choose. <laughs> yeah. Like I showed it to this girl and she was just like not laughing. I was like, all right, we'll watch something else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can see it not being for everybody. You definitely don't want to like jump to the episode where they talk about the implication. <laughs> That's a little too much for the first That's one. It's not going to yeah. be for everybody. One of my favorite ones to show people like first episode is Mac Day. That one's oh, good. Oh, yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> Country Mac. Yep. Really shows who Mac is as a character. Yeah. Too. He's yeah. like water and badass. Batter and water. Badass and water. 
That's so good, dude. <laughs> You're like, what does this mean? So do you guys have um you have like records, any records out? Uh we have some stuff on SoundCloud right now. Um we actually just re recorded some of that stuff to re release. Oh, okay. Um as like a kind of like unofficial official like EP. Yeah. Finally. Um and then we're kind of working on a full length with our rough demos right now and that we're gonna try to put out sometime this year. We're we just recorded like f- fourteen demos in like two weeks the last two weeks oh really damn like everything yeah. so that's been cool that's like most of those are all done except for like some vocals and synth and stuff that we're gonna add to it so odds and ends here and there synth would be cool yeah especially like with that like sort of poppy catchy thing that you guys have going on right yeah i feel like synth lends itself all even if you like don't have someone to play it live right just add more to like the album stuff yeah yeah like i used to be kind of hung up on like you know what like limiting myself to like what i could be done live but i quickly got rid of that yeah like i just want the record to be as good as possible and like have like you know leave no stone unturned like as far as like what i want sonically on there right mm-hmm. yeah then you never know like down the road you, you might find more people you know you might yeah and that's what the front bottoms did like they just keep adding more oh, and yeah. more people to their whole ensemble like they have people playing strings and stuff now too so it's yeah. like a whole more of a thing pumps <laughs> playing string that yeah it's like so far-fetched <laughs> it is crazy I, dude, the Front Bottoms fan base, too, is, is actually really crazy. Yeah. There's just so many, like... I saw them with Brand New and uh, oh, Modern Baseball. Modern, yeah, I went to yeah. that, too. Nice. Oh, you did? Yeah. Up in uh, Kalamazoo, I think. Or Some, Grand Rapids? Yeah, Delta Plex and Grand there. Rapids, yeah. But, uh, dude, like, the... There's like a bunch of thirteen year old girls just fucking thrashing yeah. to to the front bottoms. Like, holy shit, yeah. dude. They got kinda wild, like for the front bottoms. Yeah. Oh, every time. <laughs> yeah. It was just weird too. It was a Devil and God tour. Like the yeah. like the ten year tour. I was like, what an odd choice of opening bands for for like this album. I thought tour. so too. And then I wasn't impressed with brand new afterwards at all, honestly. No, I I didn't think I've seen them four. T- I saw them four times. Cause they're not coming back. Right. <laughs> saw them four times, and that was my least favorite. Yeah, I could of, see of that. That was like the whole crowd wasn't cool. Like no one was really having fun for their set. I was like, who are the, these people? Yeah, the venue kind of <laughs> sucked too. The venue was weird. I I wasn't a huge fan of the way the setup was. Yeah, it's like it's like a basketball arena kind of. Yeah, it's just like mm-hmm. all the seating is just on the sides. Like there's no uh there's no like curvature to it. Yeah. Like, but. I mean, I was on the floor, luckily. Yeah, same. I, but yeah, dude, I, I missed know. modern baseball though. We were yeah, late. so did I. We, we had the oh, same fucking experience. It was terrible. <laughs> I was like, cool, the front bottoms, and now I'm sitting here for brand new. <laughs> and yeah, then we're driving all the way back home now. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it was cool to see the front bottoms again, but still. What are some of, like the best uh, best bands that you've seen live? Modern baseball for me. Ooh. I saw them at the Crowfoot and Bloodfest, and that was awesome. Oh really? Yeah. I'll go out. I'll go out of the box here. Uh, oh, I think Lincoln Park was like really good when I saw them live. Nice, I've heard that. Um, nice. Dude, Chester was such a good singer live too. Wait, when did you Ooh. see them? They went on tour with Thirty Seconds to Mars. Ooh, like, oh, it was just a tour with them. Yeah. Wait, was that the? What was that? Was that the? I think it was called like the Carnivores Tour or something uh, like that. They toured. Uh, AFI opened. Oh really? And then whoa, Lincoln Park played, and then. 30, no, Thirty Seconds Mars played. Then Lincoln Park played. Oh, it was cool though. There nice. was over at DTE. Oh, okay, nice. I've heard that. Like, uh, my, I remember my mom saw Lincoln Park. I never got to see him, but like, 
she said that um chester and uh was it mike shinoda mm-hmm. yeah they would like literally throw the microphones across the stage to each other well like to, when they switch parts i'm like that's fucking insane yeah that's wild like, but don't also drop it. <laughs> yeah uh, seeing hobo johnson like this uh past what was that fall yeah uh, that know, was, was really cold. cool that was in royal oak and um that mom jeans a, open for them that was a really dope show yeah that was a lot of fun like it seemed like they were having so much fun like oh yeah the whole stage. crowd was just like yeah. seeing like every word of hobo johnson said it was insane yeah <laughs> so I, that was really cool i don't know uh I, i've heard of hobo johnson but i never listened to him he's different yeah, yeah. i mean his new album's a little bit different than what his past stuff was um that's kind of why he got a lot of hate but like his new stuff is a little bit more hype oh, okay. i mean lyric wise it's kind of the same i guess and I can see why not. It wouldn't be for everybody. But as far as like hypeness live wise, like that was that was pretty cool. Word, yeah. So would you say like you guys' own like live performance style is try to be more like energetic? I mean, I would imagine based on the music you played, yeah, you'd try to like capture that for sure. I mean, we sing a lot too, so we can't really like yeah move away from the mic too much. So yeah, that's like kind of the thing. Like I with my uh, the band where I'm the vocalist, like I I get self conscious because I'm not. I feel like I'm not being energetic enough, but right. at the same time, it's like, I got to keep getting back to the microphone. I have so many pedals that I'm constantly using that like, <laughs> you can't, can't really, you can't yeah, step right. away. Yeah. You know? There's not really a whole lot I can do. Right. You know? When we used to switch, we both played bass a good amount. So there was a, we had some breaks where we can kind of like dance around and jump yeah. around a lot and not have to worry. But that's what I'm looking forward to playing in this new band pursuer is just not having to worry about, I mean, I'll do background vocals here and there, but just can jam out the rest yeah. of the time that'd be yeah, cool. nice yeah i'm really looking forward to that that'd be a lot different yeah we're playing uh our first show is at the loving touch okay oh nice, nice. Yeah, when's that the 28th of this month nice nice yep it, it's it's weird bill it's like uh it's audio tree presents which is i think why they okay yeah why they, ask. they said yes to it or whatever but it's like mother folk is the headliner it's like this indie folk band Huh. i feel like, like that rings a bell a little bit i don't know if i've listened to them before motherfolk beta camp is the other one okay dude beta oh, camp's cool yeah They're really good yeah so I'm, i'll definitely check them out before we play yeah and i think I, beta camp be might cool be more we saw them at the crowfoot right they played uh, i think it was the year in new the, york haven't we seen them in the pike room and in the crowfoot yes i don't remember the pike room show drums for them. oh yeah <laughs> i'm mainly just excited one to play the loving touch because i love going to shows there loving That's touch cool that sounds so good yeah yeah I'm I'm really 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 excited for that. But then just like to meet the other bands too. Like I I love meeting other bands. Yeah, yeah, it's so much it's, fun. <laughs> I love it's the whole experience. You know? Yeah, dude, I love being at a show and just like talking shop. You know? Yeah, it feels so cool to like just be, even when you're just bitching about things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> With other bands, it's just like you have like these shared experiences. Yeah, you're all like people. part of something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> it's fun. Like I haven't had that really. You know, I played sports. I feel like that's the closest thing. Yeah, I can see it, that being the know? closest thing for sure. And then, but like, there's this gap from like the time I was, you know, graduated high school, nearly a decade went by of just like having that void, I feel like. Mm. And then music kind of refilled it. Nice. Which is nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And then, you know, the DIY community is pretty cool for that. You know, very welcoming. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like people are pretty supportive. Like a lot of the people that aren't in bands even, you know, are really. Yeah. There's like a lot of people here in Ohio that really care about the DIY specifically. Yeah. 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 I know like the the dudes at the Summit Shack have cultivated this whole thing. Yeah. They have a whole huge following now. That's awesome. Yeah. And they're they're really cool. Like they, you know, they put us on once, which was sweet. You know, I played a cool bill with them. And yeah, we're trying to get down there probably for sure. 
Yeah, like all you gotta do is just hit them up. Yeah, that's what I figured. Yeah, That'd be cool. Hell yeah, hit up. I don't know if you hit up the page or if you just hit up Connor directly. I think Connor does most of the I booking. Think he follows us on Twitter, or we follow him at least for sure. But couldn't be nicer people though. Yeah, they seem yeah, very nice. They're fucking yeah. awesome. Um, another another good spot in Michigan is out in Kalamazoo. I hear. Oh really? Think, yeah, there's some really good good stuff going on in Kalamazoo. I know, like Future Misters has like a house show, like a lot over in uh, Kalamazoo, I think too, where they just have like a basement like venue set up. There's where they do some house shows. There's a couple I know. There's one called Candy Cane Lane. Okay, I don't know if it's that, and then there's one called the Greenhouse, where my buddy Kevin, uh, it's a house venue. It's where he lives. Nice. Um, but yeah, there there could be more though. I'm not yeah, sure. I've I've heard a couple things about Kalamazoo now, so. I guess there's more going on there than I thought. Kazu. Yeah. Yeah. We're playing there at the end of March. Nice. Like we're doing like a thing in Grand Rapids and Kalamazoo. So I'll finally get to oh, like nice. see some West Side stuff. Honestly, shows over there are really cool. People over there are very cool about shows. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking for, they're both house shows. So nice. we're doing like a house show weekender. Nice. That'd, so that'd be cool. sick. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping that like I'm such an old man and like I love my bed. So I'm like kind of nervous. Not yeah. nervous, but I'm, I'm, Curious to see how I hold up over yeah. a, a weekend. The drive back. <laughs> the drive back will be what the killer is for sure. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean. When it's all done and over, mm-hmm. you just gotta go back home. Yeah. Especially if you drive back after a show, because then it's like your ears are ringing. And then it's just you're in the car, probably listening to music again. <laughs> just in the dark for hours. Right. <laughs> we don't even have like a van yet either. So we're going to like drive separate out to. Oh, man. Out to Grand Rapids. I think Grand Rapids is the first night. And then we're going to figure out somewhere to stay i don't know where nice. we're staying yet and then kalamazoo i don't know where we're staying yet but nice <laughs> i've like committed to staying at someone's house i know i'm gonna i'm not gonna like pay for a hotel or anything yeah no hotels are no. so expensive yeah i if need anything, to at least get like, the experience you know? yeah if anything airbnb would be the way to go over a hotel honestly oh yeah yeah i'm just fully committed to zero paying zero dollars yes it's <laughs> the best price to pay yes I yeah that. <laughs> but uh what are some like what would be if you could think of any venue that you haven't played that you would like to play? Honestly, the Loving Touch would be cool. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. We haven't played there yet. Yeah, the Loving Touch um, would be sweet. We haven't been up in the Pike Room either. I think it'd be cool to play there. Yeah, we were supposed to for yeah. Renegade Fest, but some bands weren't able to make it over for that show, so we ended up being like in the Verner's room. Oh, so it was a little bit different. But the Pike okay. Room would be cool too. The sound in there is really good. Yeah, I've I've been to one show at the Pike Room. It was like hello goodbye or something oh, nice good. whoa okay <laughs> yeah 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 it was uh i actually really like hello goodbye like nice. their their albums like progress have like progressed a lot like, do they have more like new stuff yeah whoa oh yeah dude okay. i saw them with reliant k once what dude, the crowfoot i love what? Reliant. i have reliant yeah. k tattoo dude like, nice <laughs> <laughs> that was a cool show i could yeah i I can only imagine. Like, Hello Goodbye, they've actually, they almost do like this neo soul thing now. Like, each album has, they come out with a new album like every three, four years. Okay. And each one has gotten like, it's it's matured. Yeah. You know, like they don't, they don't do like the poppy, like, you know, into your arm stuff anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they'll play it. Right. Yeah. But it's, it's way more diverse than like Hmm. the name suggests. You know, like, cause you, you associate hello goodbye with like, you know, shimmy, shimmy quarter turn, that kind of shit. Right. Yeah. But yeah, I've, you know, I got lucky following them and like, like, oh, actually giving it a chance. Like, oh, it's fucking good. Nice. Um, but yeah, I saw them there and it was like, I remember the sound being really good, but I was also right in front. I'm such a fanboy. <laughs> for just, the, the way the room is set up is so small and the speakers are huge. It's just always blasting in your face. It's awesome. 
Yeah, I don't remember it very well, but hopefully I'll see soon. Yeah. Cause that, that, uh, I've been to the Pike Room quite a few times because we, I, I work for this, the Crowfoot Street team. So I'll handle oh, really? and stuff. Yeah. So I've gone to like a lot of like local shows at the Pike Room at least. That's nice. Do you like working for the street team? Are you able to like finagle that into your, into getting shows for your band at all? I haven't yet really. Um, yeah. But I mean, I'm sure I could probably pull some connections with that a little bit. I know some people, like I know a lot of the people that work at the Crowfoot and stuff, so that's cool. I was gonna say a lot of it. I feel like it's just knowing people. Yeah, like a lot of people that work at the Crowfoot know Fusion shows people too. So it's like, and then Nate from Audio Tree Presents and everything. He's all connected with all of them too. Yeah, is Fusion shows still a thing? I think so. Yeah, because there there's a new show. Didn't we just go to a show that was Fusion shows? Or something's coming up at the Crowfoot that's fusion shows. Something okay. like that. I think they're still doing stuff. I don't know exactly what's going on. Because I knew Nate was like synonymous with fusion shows. I don't he may have started it. I yeah, I think he ran it like to begin with and like he was like the head dude. Yeah. But now he's doing Audio Tree Presents. Yeah. But I think people are still running fusion shows, but it's just obviously not as big of a thing. Maybe. I think yeah. they're just sticking to more of bigger shows. Okay. Like bigger bands and like getting bigger bands here and stuff. Yeah. And then Audio Tree Presents is more of like like dog leg and anti ghost and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, actually like I've just following uh audio tree presents. Like they do a lot of like, I don't want to say like alternative, but they do way more than just like the, this like emo. Yeah. Oh yeah. Stuff. I've seen like have them like folk stuff. Like they do all sorts of different shows. So that's yeah. Cool. Yeah. Which I like too, because we, we need to have like, big name promoters that are pushing more than just like a niche mm-hmm. thing. Not, yeah. Not just pushing one sound. They're getting all the sounds out. Yeah. There's so much music in Michigan. So it could be, it's like almost limitless basically like all the way up yeah. north too. like, there's so many bands like from Marquette and stuff. So there's no reason not to give more people platforms. Right. And Nate's really cool. Just like seeing him post on Facebook and stuff. Like he's, he's, I don't know how he has all the energy for this, but like he, he does go like, a lot. Yeah. He's really I, I'll see him post about like trying to find like alternative spaces to like have venues or like, you know, wants to like book shows like up north in Michigan and just like kind of spread things out. So it's not all just Detroit, Grand Rapids. Yeah. Metro you know? Detroit. Yeah. The loving touch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There, I mean, there's so many shows there, but with good reason. Yeah. There, I awesome. mean, it's a very cool venue. Yeah. I wish that like L Club wasn't didn't have like a stain on the name of it i've heard bad things yeah <laughs> i've also heard that like the whatever person was responsible for whatever i, I my understanding of it is vague i don't really know i remember reading something about it but i had never really been there before so it didn't really like matter uh, to me so but it's probably my favorite venue in detroit oh, okay. like it's just like the layout of it okay nice. it's it sounds good and they have a awesome patio like the nice. patio is just great and the green room is the coolest fucking green room i've seen like it's hmm. it's not like some shitty thing it's like finished they have like an old record player there's like a little kitchen oh, nice. and a bathroom well, it's nice. like a sweet green room okay and i only saw it because like i saw the early november there and i paid for the vip thing so like he they did a nice like a solo thing in the green room and i was like sweet wait when was that was that not that long ago then that was, say, that was probably a few years ago it was now. like two summers ago uh, okay yeah is it, didn't he didn't they just come through not that long ago and do they some, did okay that was at the uh at the shelter okay nice i remember seeing that on like social media and stuff yeah i was at that one too i'm an early november fanboy nice i go to all of them <laughs> yeah we went to that but then because i was flying for it but then i was oh, like getting yeah. sick and i had to leave early 
Oh, the one at the shelter? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we were there That's for like a few the, minutes. That was literally the first time I like felt like I had to leave a show. <laughs> oh. He was dying. But, yeah. And then I was like, I was sick for like a week after that. Oh, damn. <laughs> Bummer. Yeah, at least you know it was the real thing. If you, yeah. <laughs> you had to miss yeah, out, right. you know what I mean? <laughs> I'd rather be sick for a week than a day and find out, you know? Right, yeah. <laughs> That's sweet, though. Well, not... Not sweet that you got partially sick. sweet. Yeah, <laughs> got to see him a little bit, but I was like, "Oh man, I can't be standing here anymore." <laughs> yeah. By the end of it, it was weird. There weren't very many people that stuck around till the end. It was like snowing and stuff too that night, though, wasn't it? Was it? From what uh, I remember, wasn't it? I remember yeah. being cold. And yeah, he was, was bundled up because sure. he was sick. Yeah, like the whole time, he had cold. all of his coats on. Did you see the band that played Owl? The it was the first opening band. It was uh, Have Mercy played right before early november and then the first band was ol i'm pretty sure like o w e l i think we only saw have mercy and then okay. some of the early november yeah i, I don't even know if we made it for all band. of have mercy either though we oh, got the kind of latish word ol was they're fucking awesome oh really they, okay. they're like this real they're very baroque like very just like um theatrical i i guess mm, nice like do you know the deer hunter like the, uh, the band. The I feel hunter. like I've heard the name. I don't think I've heard. There's, there's two. All. There's Deer Hunter, and then there's the Deer Hunter. Whoa! <laughs> but they're they kind of remind me of the Deer Hunter, which if you know, remember like receiving end of sirens back in the day. They're just like very like proggy, like proggy indie rock. Nice. Mm-hmm. But it's just really cool. Like the arrangements were really cool. I thought they played the best set out of out of all the bands there. Oh, okay. It did, just did we show up like right when some other band was playing? And then we saw Have Mercy. I was gonna say, I feel like we saw like all of Have Mercy. Okay, because I feel like so maybe we should have been walking on stage. Yeah, yeah, they're worth checking out though. Hmm. Um, yeah, what are some? Um, I don't know, like if you guys have played a lot of shows like during your time, but like, there, were there like any bands that you played with that was like really cool to play with them, <laughs> or just like local bands that are that you guys really like playing with? We opened for Hinder. <laughs> really? <Yeah. laughs> a year ago today. <laughs> a year ago Holy today. Shit. Yeah, so that was funny. Uh, yeah, that was a night. <laughs> that whole night, oh man. <laughs> I mean, we opened for him at the Diesel Lounge. Yeah, it's a pretty uh, trashy wow. environment. I'm yeah, lie. <laughs> it was expected. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how did that happen? Like, uh, from that radio show that we were actually talking about before, how we went and oh, there in that little CRB building. radio or the something. Guy was yeah. like, oh, I can get you to the Crowfoot, and I can get you to, sh-. and then like, and then Let's later he emailed us all, about no. no. <laughs> about his name at all um but then he was like hey do you want to open for hinder and we were like sure but then we <laughs> like had to hinder, sell come on now yeah yeah but then it was like we were under the impression that we were opening for hinder not until the very day did we find out oh no when was it, it was like a week before that we found out there like, was like wait there's like eight other bands opening for this band eight other oh, bands it's one of those the things. same bands that were playing the day before with us at the crowfoot too oh wow. so yeah that yeah. was a show that got canceled so oh that was a, that was a crazy who wants to go to it was the day after we had sold all of our tickets Dude. as bundles to so two to each piece, each person that bought tickets so that yeah. way they would try to either come to both or we could break even on the tickets right yeah so then when people were like oh it's the day before i can't get a whole weekend off and yeah make two and trips down in a weekend for you like that's a lot yeah why well, do i want to watch the same set twice also yeah right, exactly <laughs> dude that's what sucked when they like reschedule it we're like oh, can we like not do it that day yeah no. <laughs> yeah that's weird yeah it was a little bit of a bummer but Probably the biggest bummer was that they were like, you're playing, what was it, third? When we first got there, we got there early. They're like, you're going to play, I think it was third or second or something. We were like, all right, that's cool. Yeah. But it was also on the second stage because there's two stages at the Diesel. So we weren't even playing on the same stage as Hinder at all. Yeah, we were on a smaller <laughs> one. But so we had like, to wow. sell like, what was it, like, what was it $600 worth for that? 
worth for tickets or something crazy, some absurd amount of tickets we had to sell. Was, yeah. And then yeah, it was a lot. All of a sudden, they're like, "Hey, you're playing first. <laughs> we're like, "What the fuck?" And we sold all these tickets, and then people probably didn't even like get there. In yeah, time to yeah, yep. And then they're like, "All right, you got 30 minutes before you're on." We're like, "Okay, we'll go outside. We'll smoke a little bit, take a couple shots in the car or whatever." And then we'll be fuck it at that point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so like, we got some time to kill at least, the drummer you know? that we had at the time. Like our old drummer, he wasn't like smoking at the time. I think he was just doing something for work or whatever. So he's like, "I'm gonna go in and start getting set up." And then he called us as soon as he got in there. He was like, hey, we got to be in now. Like they said that our, that we were on seven minutes ago. I was like, what the hell? Nice. So then That's we went so in there and we were late. Then like you go and you want to play and then you're under all that stress. It just throws yeah. your whole groove off. Yeah. Just yeah, don't, wor- a- don't ever work for uh, Paul Cobb. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, we're not going to say names. <laughs> That's, yeah. It's like a really shitty job though. Yeah, it was, it was not great. The sound guy did not care. So and annoying. I don't, nobody was on the same page at all the whole time. So mm-hmm. it was a whole bummer. If I was opening for Hinder, I would do a cover of Lips of an Angel. <laughs> we thought about it. We just ruin it for everyone. Yeah. yeah. We, we yeah. did that at a show, one of our last shows <laughs> that we did as like a full band. You covered Lips of an Angel? Yeah. Yeah. It was bad. <laughs> oh, you actually did that song? Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, everybody there was like, they knew us because we opened for Hinder and they made fun of us a lot. Yeah. So like, if you guys don't play the song, we're writing you off. And we're like, oh, oh shit. Okay. <laughs> We so like, we should have known this was gonna happen. Somehow, <laughs> our old drummer had never heard of Hinder before in his life, though. So wow, he kind of just winged the drums the whole time. <laughs> so that was some. See, I always thought that would be like really hilarious in general if you <laughs> wanted to fuck with a band. Yeah, <laughs> just play their songs before they play. Yeah, that would have been. Yeah, that would have been crazy because everybody only came for that song. Like they played it last, right? So, so they exactly. heard it now. Yeah. So the lead, they have a different lead singer too. So that was oh, really, bit, yeah, that was a totally different vibe than they ever were. <laughs> oh. I caught a pick from them though. So hey, nice. But, got my hand. But you pick. still have that. <laughs> that they all had dark. like these crazy sunglasses on, and I was like, dude, why? It's dark as shit in here. And then they had these yeah. crazy lights right in my face, and I couldn't see it <laughs> yeah, all. Like, <laughs> and I was just had my eyes squinted the whole time. It was it was a lot. The diesel lounge <laughs> is crazy because like you're at this like concert venue, but then also you're at a bowling alley, and, and there's, there's like, a restaurant and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> you're like what? It's like an arcade on the other wall. Too. Yeah, I was just talking about this the last podcast I did, I think, but it was like the Majestic Cafe, I think. Yeah, that place is crazy too. It's got the bowling alley on the one side, and it's got the little. Yeah, it's like neon bowling. Yeah, so it's like, like dark a stage on top. Like you yeah, could, like bands play above the bowling. Alley. That's like my well, I've never, goal is I've never to just play. That above a bowling alley while people are bowling yeah like that's if i can just get to that point I dude can, that place like, is very retire. cool you've made it you know yeah true true that's how you know like i saw the hotelier there and people were bowling next door i was just like this is great <laughs> <laughs> there's like a pizza place down below too isn't there like this crazy like little pizza i'm not restaurant? sure i'm okay. downstairs i only been there went there the one time for that hotelier show nice but yeah oh hi luca bear <laughs> she this cat she she tries to put on a show like she's a good cat when people are around, but she's not a good cat. <laughs> she scratches everything up. She harasses Carl's cats big time. Nice. But she's so pretty. Um, well, I uh, kind of have to wrap up because I have to like get a lot of stuff done tonight. For sure. But uh, I want to give you guys a chance to like, plug anything that you want to plug, like social medias or like anything you have coming up or whatever you want to plug. <clears throat> uh, I mean, we're going to be in the studio next month for like a secret project with somebody. That's something we can kind of talk about, but not to- totally talk about. Uh, we're doing studio after that for the actual album, too. Yeah, so that'll be so out we're gonna, hopefully We're going to be busy a lot doing recording, behind-the-scenes stuff at the moment still. Yeah. But, I mean, All our social medias. medias, Fit the Bill Band. 
Cool. And that's, I think that's all really. We're on SoundCloud if you want to check it out. Our one song on Spotify is not good. So it's also <laughs> not really us anymore. So hit up the SoundCloud. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> if you play drums, hit these boys up. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. That is true. All right. We're, thanks for coming. Thanks for having us. <laughs>